Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. the hammer down racing report and now your hosts scott hammer and ron miller welcome race fans to the hammer down racing report for thursday november 17th show number 257 coming at you live from the uh ron miller race cars hammer down racing report studio is that where we're we, we did some changes yeah it's different i had an urge this weekend to kind of move things around so i don't have to like talk to you like this, like I was doing in our yeah, old man. arrangement. So we're working on some studio upgrades, and um, usually about this time of year, and I've talked to you about this. I'm like, do I do we want to keep doing this show? It's a lot of work to do, especially during race season. And then I always end up, yeah, let's do it, and then reset, and then here we are, and yeah, and then I redo the studio, and we're actually wanting to do a few more upgrades. So if you would like to be a uh, studio sponsor. Yeah, we've set up a Amazon wish list with some uh, studio equipment. They're pretty. It's not too expensive, really. So, uh, if you want to be a sponsor for uh, 2023 of the Hammerdown Racer Report, uh, there's some things on there for under 20 bucks, and then there's some things on there. It's a little bit more expensive. So, obviously, the the more you do, the uh, higher priority we'll give you for a studio sponsor next year. If you spend over a hundred bucks, we'll, if you, if we'll put you want, your logo behind. If us. you want to do it anonymously, I suppose that can that's, happen too. That's, that can happen too. Yeah, not too much. We want to get an overhead camera shot, a little bit of lighting. I uh, need to work on that, but uh, beyond that, there's not too much. Just some fine finishing touches. Just getting very, very yeah. P-R-O-fessional, Scott. We're trying. You know? I yeah. mean, we, we've come a long way since uh, the iHeartRadio studios. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. Uh, that was a nice but, setup but, we had but, there. But this works and we were the only ones that used the uh, the camera setup in there, too. But, but this works well, so yeah. It is working. Um, also, we're looking for uh, feedback, too, because we're kind of not only revamping the uh, studio, but... Uh, kind of taking a look at uh, the show, the format of things, and how we do things. So we'd like to get some feedback on that. Uh, you can do it anonymously. Just go to hammerdownracereport.com slash feedback. I got a little form there. Uh, you can check off uh, the parts of the show you like, check off the parts you don't like, and you can give us we, some suggestions can, or comments. Change, we can change it accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Just looking for a little feedback. We kind of been doing the same format for five years now. Well, it's kind of evolved a little bit over five years. 57 shows. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Scott, so, we started with a half-hour show, and we're lucky to get in in an hour now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you could help us out sometime, you don't have to do it now, but maybe after the show. We'll remind you at the end of the show. Uh, check out hammerdownracereport.com slash feedback, or just go to hammerdownracereport.com, and under the uh, contacts uh, option, there's a link there that'll take you to the little form. Or you can just send us a message, really. I mean, whatever you want to do. Any any uh, feedback is appreciated. Or call Ron Miller Race Cars. And, and you can be critical. We're cool with critical uh, comments. So it's all good. That's how we uh, make things better, right? Yeah. Good show for you tonight. Tonight on the show, we're uh, featuring our Attica Raceway Park champions. Cole Macedo will be joining us, as well as Devin Shields. Cole Macedo, 410 Sprint Car Champion uh, this year at uh, Attica Raceway Park. Devin Shields 
his uh, what was it? His fourth what? overall championship, third straight in the late models. So it'll be interesting. It's got to be getting boring for him. I don't. I don't know. Wouldn't be boring for me, but uh, so we'll be talking to them here in uh, just about five minutes or so. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. Now is a great time to order those custom gift items for your sponsors. I wonder if uh, Charlie's got any Black Friday specials. Why so don't everybody's got early Black Friday specials? Yeah. And now I'm now he's going to feel now pressured we're, now to, we're stuck. to have to do it. Uh, call Charlie 419 476 9978. Uh, he, he can get you calendars, uh, custom uh, items with uh, photos he's taken, and he's got photos. Whatever whatever you want, they can do it pretty much. Uh, uh, great gifts for uh, racing fans and racers in your family. Uh, call Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meets to race. The awards banquet's coming up on Saturday. That's, uh, what, two weeks from this Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, December uh, 3rd. In the Junior Fair building at the Fulton County Fairgrounds, the cost is $30 a ticket. Uh, info on how you can get a tickets posted at oakshaderaceway.com. No tickets will be sold at the door or after the 25th of November. Which isn't it's, that far what away. What is that? It's like a week from Friday, I think. Yes. It's, yeah. So uh, get that. Uh, drivers must be present to receive their awards. I saw they uh, posted uh, some of the, the lists of uh, the awards on their Facebook page. I saw page. that. Um, my name wasn't on the perfect attendance. I uh, know. <laughs> Did a little tear form in your eye? <laughs> First time in about a million years. How many years has it been? 37, I think. Yeah. You what know. about next year? Are you, you going to be back on the perfect attendance? Oh, I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Uh, check out Dominator Race Products uh, for hood scoops, fan shrouds, nose and tailpieces, pillar and sail panels, roofs, wheel covers, and much more. Uh, they're now offering aluminum powder-coated wheel covers in three styles. Uh, covers in three styles in seven different colors. Uh, DominatorRaceProducts.com is where you can find those or call 419-923-6970. Dominator Race Products also available from reputable dealers across the USA, such as Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, I also have to mention uh, Big D's Pizza. Good people. Yeah. With we'll good be, good food. We'll be giving away some uh, Big D's a little bit later and talking more about them. Ron Miller Race Cars and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. A couple uh, racing events, uh, actually a few from uh, this past week, and got a, some uh, interesting racing news. A lot of uh, series have come out with their schedules this year. Uh, the World of Outlaws has a new fire suppression rule. We'll be talking about that a little bit later as for well. World of Outlaws for sprint cars. Sprints, yes. Yeah. Uh, duel in the desert at the dirt track in Las Vegas Motor Speedway this past weekend. Actually, uh, last Thursday, Shane Clanton picked up uh, twenty thousand for the win. Uh, Friday night was Jonathan Davenport, who uh, he, he's he's in desperate need of another twenty thousand dollars himself. Yeah, he he's had a tough season. Yeah, uh, and Bobby Pierce picked up the main event win Saturday night, forty thousand for him. So congratulations to him. Uh, Castro Flow Racing Night in America Peach State Classic at Sonoya Raceway. A pretty cool deal there. They uh, they they made an effort to get that in <laughs> they despite really uh, worked on the that. tropical storm, whatever it was uh, yeah. that moved up last weekend. Brought in a helicopter to drive the track. <laughs> yeah, Put tarps that, down. Yeah, and That was impressive. Uh, yeah. Track wasn't the greatest, but, I mean, for what uh, it could have been. Hey, and, you've got to give yeah. the folks credit for, for making that big of an effort. 
Uh, Kyle Bronson picked up the win on Friday night and Saturday night. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. led all 75 laps, caution-free. Lapping up it was to kind of, sixth place. It was a boring race. Yeah. Unless you're Ricky Thornton Jr., it was a boring race, but uh, he pocketed $53,000 and $53. So, and Brandon Shepard uh, was crowned the uh, Castro Flow Racing Night in America Series Championship, which I, I didn't realize I had that. Yeah, I'd say have the little point championship uh, series there. So um, also uh, Tuesday night, um, trying to read my chicken scratches here. Yeah. The uh, USAC Midgets uh, November Classic at Bakersfield uh, was in action. Thomas Meserol picking up the win there. Okay, little open wheel action. Uh, not much else happening. So uh, let's uh, get Brittany Force one. Uh won the nationals so that that was a big that was big that news a for her yeah i uh, i see that my uh, my sister posted on there uh, from snowy erie pennsylvania barb how much snow are you getting uh and is it going to be as much as they're getting in buffalo i guess they're looking at four feet of snow for this week's football game yeah, no, they, they moved the game they Did announced they? about an hour ago the browns and bills are now going to be playing in detroit on sunday in Detroit, yeah, and then the Bills is are, the Bills. I believe are probably going to stay in Detroit because they play uh, the Lions on Thanksgiving, right? So they'll be playing two games oh, back boy. to back in uh, home, uh, Ford almost, Field, almost home field advantage. Maybe, no. Uh, anyways, uh, not a football podcast. Let's uh, ring up Cole Macedo here, and at the same time, we'll bring in uh, Mr. Devin Shields, who's waiting in the wings. <laughs> Here's Devin. Hello. And there's Cole. Cole Macedo. It's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, uh, Devin Shields uh, with us as well. It's a Hammer Down Race Report. How's it going? Good, good. How about you? Oh, wonderful. Good. And Devin, uh, congratulations uh, to you and Cole, uh, 2022. Uh, I forgot what year it is. 2022 yeah. track champions. <laughs> Thank you. So Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we'll start with, uh, with with Cole real quick here. Uh, I have a question unrelated to the Attica Track Championship here. Um, I wanted to ask you what happened in that uh, dash race at the World Finals uh, where you were made kind of a move there and ended up flipping and catching your brother. What, yeah. what happened there? Yeah, so just I just kind of ran it in there. And, um, you know, the night before I, I got caught, you know, not – protecting far enough when uh someone was gonna slide me so kind of ran it in there and and probably gave a little bit too much effort uh to say and i uh, just got caught in the center and and you know i was coming at the fence way too fast i went in there wide open and uh just pitched it sideways and hoped for the best and it ended up being the worst so uh <laughs> selected my brother and and it was just no good at all. I put a lot of guys in that spot and wrecked my car, and it was no good. But uh, part of it, I guess, and that's racing. But um, we had a lot of speed there, and, and uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I wasn't sure what happened. I was watching, and it looked like your throttle hung open or something. You just well, dove in the inside and just flew up to the wall. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, was was, yeah, was your brother... I, was your brother pissed? Yeah, is Thanksgiving dinner nah. going to be okay? Nah, nah, he wasn't pissed. Uh, you know, I 
I, uh, like I said, there at Charlotte, you know, me and him beat off each other a lot. And I look, I, uh, you know, look, look for him and, and a lot of my questions and, and, uh, you know, what to do on the track. And, and I came over and I'm like, man, I'm sorry. And he's like, dude, don't be sorry. Like you're out there giving 110% for the lead in the dash. Like that's what, that's what car owners want, you know? So, um, he was all good about it. How, how was that, uh, driving for Alex Bowman? Oh, it was cool. Yeah. I've got to do it, you know, six or seven times now. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, pretty cool to be racing for, um, you know, Alex and, you know, him being a NASCAR and kind of the spotlight being on you a little bit. and Lots of, a lot more fans are coming up because of it. And, um, yeah, working with Joe Gurdy and, and Jeremy, it's, uh, it's always a good time going and racing for them guys. Much better equipment than uh, what you ran all summer. Uh, I wouldn't say better equipment. Um, yeah, I you know, I've 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 been uh, very fortunate to drive, um, you know, really good race cars, and you know, wherever I've been with it, you know, with eighteen, I, went, I ran the fourteen at Knoxville, and uh, ran the Charleston car race, and. Um, all the all the guys that I've raced for here in the last couple of years have had have given me, you know, winning equipment. So, um, yeah, it's just just a little bit of different atmosphere, different guys, and and uh, different ways they do stuff. And and um, yeah, Joe's really smart at Charlotte, and he gave me a really good car. But um, yeah, it's just just like I said, it's just different people, different. You know, everything's a little bit different. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the championship season that you guys have uh, had at uh, Attica and Devin. I'm gonna start with you here. This is uh, your third straight late model championship, fourth overall, um, five wins this season, and um, your 15 uh, career wins, which uh, puts you fifth at, in uh, late model wins at, at Attica. And your average finishing position was second this year. I mean, could yeah, you we, could you uh, have had a better year other than that last night, which we'll we'll get to? Yeah, yeah, we could have uh, we could have improved on it, had more wins. That'd be nice, but um, to be to be in the hunt for a win every night that was pretty good. Um, for some reason, we just hit on a good setup, and uh, the track was kind of right up my alley. It was kind of slick, but had a little bit of grip. And, uh, I actually ran the cushion most of the year, which usually I'm right on the bottom dry slick. That's usually when I win my races, but this year the cushion was, it built up and then the sprint cars would knock it off in the feature and it'd have it at the exit of four, but wouldn't have it at the entrance of three. And, uh, that kind of played to my favor. And, uh, uh, help me out a little bit. Cause I drive a little straighter in the corner on uh, entry. So that, I think that kind of helped, helped me propel and, uh, qualifying fourth doesn't, doesn't hurt. It seems like every week we qualified fourth, put us up on front of a heat race and, uh, getting the redraw that helps. So how much, uh, how much would you attribute the, uh, that second place, uh, average finish to uh, skill and how much would you attribute it to just luck? Uh, I wish I could say it was skill, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's having a car that doesn't break. It's, uh, we do a lot of work in the shop to 
make sure nothing falls off. Um, it's, it's a little bit of luck here and there, but there's a couple of times I pushed it a little too close to the wall and a little bit too, too aggressive. And, uh, it could have went either way either. Uh, could have went, went south and, uh, ended that, uh, two place finish. <laughs> ah, breakaway spoilers. They're, they're the racer's friend. Yep. Um, I know it was me and Bissler was real close. One, one race, uh, the heat race was hammered down and, uh, I think we split, uh, Bellman and I don't know how we both made it through and without touching each other. Now, uh, Cole, you have, uh, you had three wins this year. You had five career wins at Attica. You're also the Attica Fremont championship series, uh, champion this year. Um, any of, uh, the three wins, uh, that you had this year stand out above any of the other two? Uh, yeah, the first one at the beginning of the year here um, with Jordan Ryan led most of the race, and we, we actually started like eighth, and um, we had a restart with one to go, and I kind of just sent it as hard as I could, and, and I, you know, Jordan kind of missed the bottom. And I think, you know, I think, you know, I come to find out, I think he had a little bit of a fuel pickup problem or something like that. Um, but we were able to sneak by him off four. And, and that was my first, you know, last lap pass for a win. So um, I, I feel like the place kind of erupted. And, um, you know, it was, it was, a, it was, it was probably, a, you know, one of my coolest wins for sure. And uh, yeah, it just, that I, I would say that would have to be the one, but man, it's just, you know, Attica, we, we, we had a really fast car all year long and my guys always do a really good job there. You know, Mike and Steven, they, they grew up racing there and, and, you know, so they have a, a really good grasp on, on what the car needs and what I need. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, Attica was, it was a lot different this year. We, we, uh, you know, it, it got a lot quicker and, and the curb got like, you know, like you said, it the, the curb blew off and, and, you know, you had to do different stuff to your car to, you know, kind of be able to sweep through the middle. And, and then it, when the curb was there, the curb was massive. And, um, you know, you, you, your car had to be really good to not get, you know, tied in the curb off four there or off two. And um, the track was super dirty a lot of the year. Um, you know, and, and it, 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 you know, it made it really tough for us. And, and Steven, he, he worked really hard all year long to, to make our car good with, you know, any track condition. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a tough year, but, you know, my, my, like I said, my guys did a really good year and, or did a really good job and, and, uh, you know, made my car the best it could. And, and, you know, we probably should have won a lot more races than, than we did. Um, I think I ran second, you know, four or five times, but, um, yeah, Attica was just, it was just tough this year. There was a, you know, there's always a lot of good talent there and, and, you know, guys driving in on Fridays just because there's not a whole lot of other places to race on a Friday night, you know, in Ohio or, or Indiana or, or anything like that. So the Attica brings in a lot of good talent and, and, uh, you know, to win at Attica is really tough. Now, uh, Devin mentioned that uh, he prefers running the the bottom groove, but uh, found himself running high and bouncing off uh, the cushion there. Uh, do you do you have a preference uh, running low or high? 
Yeah, I I actually, uh, you wouldn't believe it watching the Charlotte race the other night, but I don't like running the bottom. I, I'm not a fan, especially at Attica. It's really tough at Attica because they got those tractor tires sticking way out there. And um, I feel like every time I run the bottom, I get myself more in trouble than not. Um, uh, you know, Trey makes it, Trey Jacobs makes it re- look really easy. You know, he'll come from 20th to the lead or 20th to second all the time, you know, running the right around the tractor tires. But, um, I've always been the kind of guy that likes to, you know, run the car as hard as I possibly can. And, um, you know, the majority of the time, you know, that's up there running the curb and, um, it's, it's a lot more fun, but, um, like I said, Attica, it was just a lot different this year. There was a lot of times that running the curb was not, you know, you could go up there and make two laps work, but lap three, five, three, four, and five were, you know, you'd miss it and, and get bound up and almost hit the fence or blow it off the edge, and um, it was it was a lot tougher. Yeah, I was uh, the, a few of the races I, I was able to catch. Uh, was it Dirt Vision that covers right. Attica? I was able to to watch a, a few of the races, and it looked like. I don't remember if it was as much of a problem for the sprint cars as it was uh, the late models, but coming off of two. It, on the high side, if uh, it seemed like it, it a lot e- of them were going to easy to go, it was over a very fine edge. line. Yeah, a lot of cars were going over the edge. Uh, uh, both you guys, uh, we'll start with Devin. Uh, talk about uh, the exit of turn two on the high side at Attica. Um, usually, we get the track after the four tens, so they've they've pretty much cleaned her off for us. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's there's not no real lip up there coming out of two like there is in four, and it it kind of sucks you in once you're past the exit and you get there's a crown on the of the track the top of the track has a little bit of a fall once you get to the outside and it's it's a fine line of going over it or staying on the track and usually you can recover and come back on but yeah it's it's not the fastest way when you slide off the top (laughs) Uh, what about you Cole? do you have any issues coming off of two this year yeah so what a lot of people don't realize um that you know the, the linder family you know like i said they've been racing there for their whole lives and one of the first times i ever came there they you know they told me hey you see that you know see that american flag in the in the infield you always got to pay attention to that especially in qualifying and stuff like that you know attica is out um you know kind of out in 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 the middle of nowhere almost and and there's not very many trees and there's not very many things surrounding it so it's kind of out on its own and um man, it gets really windy there. Like the majority of the nights that we race there, um, you know, there's a good 10 to 10 to anywhere from 10 to 20 miles an hour of wind. Um, and the majority of the time it's blowing from the front stretch to the back stretch. And, uh, I think a lot of drivers that come there and, and don't, don't race there very often, you know, they get caught, um, you know, n- not paying attention to that and, or, or they, you know, they don't know, they think their cars wrong bad or, or they're making bad laps, but man, it, I I've learned that, you know, when the winds like that, you got to really cheat the exit of your corner and really make sure to be lower off exit than you would if there's no wind, because if you're right there on the edge, that's, I think that's the reason that, you know, it, the, the cushion gets blown over the edge so often is because, the wind's blowing our cars, and I don't know if it happens as much for a late model. I, I've never driven one, but, you know, the sprint cars, we got that gigantic wing on top of our car, and, and when the wind's hitting that thing, 
you know, it, it, it pushes, it pushes the car and, and puts it in weird positions that you've never been in before. Um, you know, that, that, you know, it, and it just blows you right off the edge. So I always pay really close attention to that flag, you know, under cautions or, you know, uh, right before qualifying, I'll ask my guys, Hey, where's the wind, you know, where's the wind blowing? Is it, is it blowing towards one and two or is it blowing towards three and four? Is it blowing at the back stretch? Where's it going? And, and, uh, it kind of helps me decide how I'm going to enter the corner and how I'm going to exit the corner. Um, but yeah, like there was one night with the outlaws, you know, there in qualifying, like 10 to 12 cars, you know, the, the wind that night was blowing from turn two to turn three. And, you know, we got, like I said, we got that big wing and, and we're coming down the back stretch and usually you can in qualifying, you kind of blow it in there wide open and, and, you know, we're going wide open and, and our normal pace. Well, when you got 20 miles an hour of wind behind you and picking up the rear of the car, um, you know, you, you, you get caught not, you know, not being ready for that. And like 10 to 12 cars, including me being, including one of them, um, blew it right off the edge entering three. Like we didn't make the corner. And, um, you know, I just think that you're coming at the corner way faster than you're expecting. And, and, uh, you know, you're not ready for it. And yeah, I just, I think that Attica is, it, you know, like I said, the track changes all the time. And I think that that wind is a big reason for that. You know, your, your car does weird stuff that you've never, you know, seen before. And then you come in and you're, you tell your guys that you're tight, but you're not really tight because the next time you go out there, the wind could not be as, as heavy. And, you know, and, and now you're now, now you're in, you know, no man's land with your setup and, and then you come in and you're like, well, whatever you did, it made it worse and it was supposed to fix it, you know? So, um, I don't know if Devin agrees with me or not on that. But. Well, De- Devin, the, the late models use the air a whole lot different than the sprint cars do. Uh, does it seem to affect you the same way? Not as bad. Uh, cause ours is more dependent on the wind holding the front end down more than the back. Right. Um, but it, it does, uh, it does move you around and, uh, that Attica does a great job at track prep. I mean, there's, there's probably no one better. They were kind of dealing with some, some crappy dirt that they all this year and it was real dirty and dusty. Um, that was the biggest thing that affected us is the rooster tails coming off of the, the cars in front of you was hitting you right in the face. And, and, uh, it was, it would kind of, kind of kick you left or right. And, uh, I think the side air on our cars do more than anything. Getting behind a car sucks the air off the nose. Kind of sure. Get getting beside a car, there's the air off their spoiler affects affects how your car handles, and uh, you kind of just got to power through those those incidences. Who would have thought that aero dependent would <laughs> be a major player in dirt late model racing? So you don't look at the flags the the flagpole then. Nobody will now. Uh, I, I will now. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about getting my helmet on straight and uh, uh, making sure the car runs. And uh, oh, we got we got four four or five springs on it that are are set ready to go. We're constantly pulling pulling springs off the car and smashing them now. And um, that that's a big change in late models is spring smashers at the track. It, you can you can fine tune yourself out of a good setup, or you can uh, hit a home run. So, what happened to uh, you? Had some motor issues uh, issues uh, the final night. What, what happened there? Yeah, uh, I fired the car up here at the shop. 
uh, on had been uh, Thursday night, loaded it, and then we got to the racetrack, started it up. Uh, we've got a priming system that primes the oil, so did all that. Um, fired it up. It ran fine. Uh, got heat in it, shut it off, and then we started it again for uh, to go out for hot laps and time trials and just could hear a, a heck of a miss and pulled the valve cover off and the rocker arm, the keeper, holds the push rod in place, was all chewed up, and uh, the top of the push rod was smashed. And we probably could have got it pieced together if we would have tore the whole trailer apart looking for looking for the parts. But when you're in that dirty of a condition and it, it wasn't worth us uh, – wrecking a motor for one night and we the attic has got some kind of uh mulligan or they gave two mulligans as long as you you don't uh race at a track other than attica that night you get a certain amount of points and we were weighing the option of taking one of those or they were going to make us take a green flag and we could have could have took the green flag but it wouldn't uh, it wasn't worth it so that that mulligan then that didn't uh that's how you maintain that second place uh, finish average? Uh, no, we just we basically just said we we didn't show up, and uh, they wow. gave us our our mulligan points, and that was enough to keep us in the lead. And that uh, was that was Attica's real tight on their points. They uh, they added that because of all the engine troubles. Uh, you can't get parts for engines right now. Right. Um, we had to send our our main motor that we ran uh last year down to clements um just because they can get parts that's the only reason and then the other motor is down at chuck nooning's uh all tore down we think we got all the parts and we even had to call clements to get parts from him just to uh just to have parts to put it back together so this was your uh fourth overall championship at at attica you got uh, quite a few at, at oakshade recently as well um how does this uh this year's championship stack up to your other championships? Um, this one was, it was a little more fun. We didn't have as much work on the car. Um, we actually ran the whole, the body all year long. Didn't change a panel except for the quarter panel when it got up into the cushion a little too hard one night towards the end of the year. And uh, it was just not as stressful. It, it, <laughs> it was, it was more of an enjoyment than, uh, Previous ones were real close, and they were uh, tooth fighting tooth and nail. And it came down to the last last race of the year, last lap. Um, that's that's when it gets stressful, and it's a uh, it's fun. But it, this year was just a little bit easier. We'll start with Cole. Cole, do you have any plans for off season racing? Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, you know, I got to race here in California a couple times, and. Um, you know, I, like I, you know, you, like you, we talked about already, I went to Charlotte and, and raced there for, for that weekend. And, um, I'm going to race next Tuesday, um, at a little track called Merced here in California. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I leave December 21st for Australia. I'm going to run, uh, about, you know, 10 to 13 shows for, uh, a, a guy I met through Sean Dyson, um, uh, his name is Mark House, and and go over there and spend some time with his family and race, you know, like I said, 10, 10 13 times, and you know, depending on if we get rained out or not. But uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm I've never been to Australia, so 
be a little bit of a different atmosphere and be able to race against my brother and, and, uh, you know, all the other Australian guys that I don't get to race with, you know, on a, a weekly basis. So, I'm really excited for that. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a little different, so it'd be good to have a little bit of an atmosphere change and, uh, it should be a lot of fun. I, I assume that'll be all uh, on the East coast in the Sydney area. Yep. Yep. Around Sydney and, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the tracks, but I know Brisbane is one of them. And, yep. uh, but yeah, there's a, there's, there's a, a few different tracks that, um, I've never really even seen other than, you know, on videos of watching my brother the last couple of years, but, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Ron's race down in uh, Australia. He's, he, he's pretty excited about yeah, we, we've, all I, things I, Australia. I've, I've done four tours there and, uh, got some great friends down under, uh, they come up here during the summer, uh, the, the COVID mess, uh, sure screwed that up, but, uh, they'll be back this summer and, uh, I'm, I'm about up for another tour down there myself. There you go. Maybe you can catch a ride with Cole. There we go. <laughs> oh, you'll, there you you'll, go. You, I'm, I'm Cole, you'll love, you'll love the flight. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard it's 15 hours, so that's going to be a long time sitting in a chair. Yeah, well, fly from here because that adds four hours to your fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, what about you, Devin? Any uh, any plans during the off season for you? Um, nope. I've got two motors that are being rebuilt, and uh, we've uh, got one car finished. Just waiting on an engine, and uh, my son's going to take over the my car I ran this year. And uh, we're putting a new body on that, changing colors, and uh, gonna wait wait for the motor on that one. And he's gonna he's gonna take his turn on this summer and uh, do a couple races. I remember talking about that earlier. Now, is that going to be with an open motor or? Uh... Yeah, we we only got the two motors. Um, okay. He's gonna have identical eleven degree uh, standard bore. Um, we we actually bought a set of heads this year to put on our thirteen degree. So I've got, I've got what I like in the 11 degree motor. And, uh, so now we just, we just duplicated it as close as we could get. And, um, we like to put a third motor together, but with parts, you just, there's no way you're going to be able to do it. I understand that. So is that, he's going to be running a late model then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think he's just going to do Oak shade here and there. Um, we, we just have the one trailer that'll fit one car. So I've got another trailer. That's kind of our snowmobile trailer. I can fit a race car in and, uh, we're going to pull it down with my truck and then, uh, kind of, I'm going to try getting him on the track at Attica, uh, in my car after the races some night, just to get him a couple laps to get warmed up. And, uh, we're kind of throwing him to the wolves. You <laughs> no. might, you might talk to the folks at that track down South of hero ways. I understand they, do some testing once in a while. Yeah, I heard there's some pile of dirt you'd have to you'd have to go around right now. Um, Somebody said there's uh, some the new one, clay there. The one? No, I'm talking I think about he's talking the one, to one that's I'm, got some weeds growing in the middle of it right now. Yeah. Oh, that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to keep him under the half mile. Uh, under, I like three eighths or less for him. Oh, okay. He's he, he's a newbie and uh, he's gonna he's gonna get some experience this year. Um, we're gonna try. Just put him in the back, just start off slow. And, uh, he's drove the car once at a practice at Oakshade and, uh, 
but that's you're on a dry slick track and you're just basically making laps to get used to the car so what what about you are you gonna defend your uh, championship at attica go for one at, at oakshade or, or what what are your plans our plans there i'd like to run attica every every week i just enjoy running it um we're gonna if it's close that there might be a couple nights we have two cars there uh if he gets good at it um and then oakshade is just gonna be have fun and i don't know if we're gonna run points for that but uh we'd like to do a little more summer national races uh the pay for those kind of make it worthwhile going and uh we went to mount pillar uh, this year and and had a good good outing and um it's nice when you can pay for the fuel for the hauler to get there and back it's it's, it's always a bonus aren't there some benefits to running the majority of the summer national races financial benefits yeah um we don't have a toter, so it's hard to do the the out Illinois area. When they get Wisconsin and that, that's kind of pushing the limit of what we've got. And um, if if we had a toter, we could spend the nice places and, and do farther weight races. But you're you're putting more fuel in the the hauler. Your uh, your cost and expense just go up, and the closer to home you can race, the the more money you can save. I heard the guys with the 44 car have got a hauler for sale. Yeah. I'm not looking to buy one. <laughs> that's the, that's it. I think we're going to be spending some more money than we normally do. Cause uh, usually I'm pretty good with the equipment on keeping it. Um, besides that motor issue, uh, I try to keep the body on it all year long and, uh, try not to be too aggressive on the tires and, and, uh, try to save as much, much money. It, it was usually the infield tractor tires that always got me, and we've kind of. Well, if you I, run I, the high side like you had this year, you, you, there you go. Not one bumper. We didn't <laughs> go through one bumper this year. Usually, I'm about a five five bumper car. I, I usually take it out and I can still finish the race, but it's dragging the ground. Cole, let's talk about the uh, fire suppression systems that you guys are going to have to run with the the world of outlaws. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think that's going to translate to virtually all the sprint car races. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I raced for uh, Blaine Steele and uh, the, the Steele family when I came home to California. And he actually uh, caught on fire about two months ago uh, at a, a Hanford show, a 360 show. And right out, shortly after that, uh, you know, this fire suppression system has been being talked about. And, um the people that, that make, you know, one of the brands uh, sent, sent the Steel family a, a suppression system for free and um, sponsored them and, and you know, asked them to put it on their car and try it out. And um, I actually got to run it the other night. And, uh, man, it, I, I was kind of worried about it just being, you know, heavier. And, you know, we're, we spend a lot of money to, to make our cars as light as possible. And, um, you know, this thing, you know, barely weighs anything and it's super easy to mount. I ran it the other night and honestly, I felt a lot more comfortable, you know, having that with me. You know, I, I seen his fire and it really scared me. And, um, you know, it's, it's probably one of my first, you know, my only fears driving a, a race car is, is catching on fire. You know, I, wrecking is, is something that, you know, we all know about, you know, it's going to happen at some point, but um, catching on fire is, is, is something that's, you know, hard to stop. And, and, 
happened multiple times. And, and you know, it, it could be as easy, as easy as someone leaving just one little line loose and soaking you in fuel. And, and if you catch fire, it's really, you know, you could put the fire out, but the burns are really easy to, are really easy to not, you know, be able to stop. And, you know, when you're soaked in fuel like that, uh, the fire can be put out, but the burns still keep happening. So, um, you know, uh, this, this new suppression system that, that Blaine has on his car, um, you know, it, 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 it uses a gas to say, um, that just, you know, it's a, it's clear. You wouldn't even see it, right. but, uh, it just sucks all the oxygen out of the fire and, and puts it out almost instantly. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great thing for the sport. I think it's moving in the right direction, you know, safety wise. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big supporter on it and I'm, I'm glad that it's happening, you know, as a driver, um, you know, to keep us safe and not be burnt up. And, um, you know, like I said, it's one of my worst fears. So yeah, I'm glad that's happening. Yeah. A freak fire, a, a freak, uh, incident, uh, burned a, a good friend of ours, Jimmy McCune at, uh, Butler Speedway this last summer. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was at the shop just today and, He's finally getting around better. His his right foot is still kind of a mess. He, he walks funny, but he'll he'll be back racing. But he uh, we we were talking about those uh, fire systems. Dean Henry uh, asked how much they weigh. Uh, it's my understanding, Dean, that they weigh right around five eight pounds? pounds. I thought it was uh, five pounds or something. Well, it's a five pound system plus the bottle okay. and uh, a couple of brackets. So. Yeah, it's it's right. So it doesn't the, doesn't it, add that much. It's, it's right you just have to go on a, a diet, Cole. Lose eight pounds and you'll offset. Yeah, you can stack yeah. a whole lot yeah. more mud on a car than eight pounds. <laughs> that is true. Uh, just, yeah, just make yeah. sure they're angled away from your face because uh, <laughs> taking the oxygen away is kind of scary when it's uh, spraying you in the face. <laughs> the, uh, I had one go off in uh, our car when I was working on it, and it, it ran us right out of the shop. Uh, it took takes your breath away and. Uh, you gotta you gotta bail out and get out of there as fast as possible. Yeah. Hey, uh, Cole, are we gonna see you back in uh, this area next year, or what? What do you have planned for twenty twenty three? Yeah, yeah. The plans for twenty twenty three is just to be back uh, with the Linder family and Ray Brooks, and um, you know, race as much as we can. I'll bet that excites the rest of the racers at Attica. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Now, were you uh, were you running for the championship at uh, Fremont as well? I saw you you finished fourth there, and it looks like you missed a, a few of the shows toward the end of the season. Yeah, I I was actually leading the points um, by like seventy points there, and and uh, you know I I was I was expecting to be able to you know run Knoxville and still be able to keep my points uh, battle going, and um, they made that fast show. Um, during the Knoxville Nationals, um, a full points race for, for Fremont points. And um, so I already had made commitments to go run Knoxville for the Deets Motorsports 14 car. And um, I kind of just had to forfeit my, my championship. And, you know, we, we got so far behind points by missing that show that we uh, we decided to, to go race some other big paying shows. And so I, I ended up missing three or four shows. But um, still was able to finish third, which, you know, I was happy about, but, um, yeah, so it just didn't work out, but I think if we would, uh, stuck with it and, and ran all the points races, I think that 
you know, we might have been able to get all three, which um, I'd have been pretty proud of. So you're thinking about the double dip for next year? Triple dip with the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. As of now, we're not planning on racing anything, uh, you know, being locked down to any points. Kind of just race here, there, and everywhere. But, um, you know, anything can change, and so I'm not really sure yet. But, um, yeah. A couple questions before we uh, let you guys go here, and this is going to be for both of you, but uh, we'll start with you, Cole. Um, Who is – who's your favorite late model driver? Um. Man, late model driver, uh, probably, uh, it probably, man, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to late model guys. Um, doesn't but, have to be a local guy. I mean, it, yeah. it, it could be Scott Bloomquist yeah. if you were. Yeah. I would have to say, I would have to say Scott Bloomquist. I've always heard a lot about him and, uh, you know, he seems like he's a little bit crazy and uh, you, obvi- <laughs> you obviously heard his you know, interview a week ago. Yeah. He, he kind of hangs it out there and, and just goes for the win all the time. I'd probably say Scott. Okay. Uh, uh Devin, uh, who's your favorite, uh, sprint car driver? Um, I'm going to go with Rico. Okay. Rico. That's a good one. Yeah, well. <laughs> Fan favorite. What, what What? about the possibility that he tested in a late model? That's that's the other reason. We're, we're bringing him over to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and this, that leads me to the uh, next question, and uh, Devin, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, if we put uh, you, Devin, in uh, a sprint car and Cole's, in a late model, and he said he's never been in a late model. And Devin, have you been in a sprint car? No. Okay, so good. So neither one of you have had experience in in the other class. Who would win a uh, two lap uh, race between you and Cole? If I'm in a sprint car, yeah, you're in a sprint car. He's in your. He's in a late model. Well, I'm gonna go with the sprint car. So you're gonna win. It, it, yeah, it's a fact. If, if I can figure out how to get it in gear and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah, that, the, the sprint car seems to be. They got that giant wing up on top, and uh, you got to watch lighter than sprint car. You got to watch the flag, though. Yeah, I'll probably end up on my lid anyways, no matter what. (laughs) So, Lehman, I probably would win. Uh, Cole, what? what, Who do you think would win? In a in a sprint car, you're you're in a late model. Devin's in a sprint car. You got a two lap race at Attica. Who's gonna win? You're in Devin's car because we know it's a proven winner, and Devin's in your car because we know it's a proven winner. Who wins? Yeah, I, I would have to say that the sprint car would probably win um, because I don't I don't have no idea how to drive a late model, um, but I know that they look a lot harder to drive than a sprint car. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think that it's you know it's tough to to, to do what we do in a sprint car, but man, I see them. I, I've seen a lot of sprint car guys try to go run a late model and, and seen them really struggle to back up their corner and get the thing pitched like it's supposed to be. And, you know, I've, I've been taught my whole life to drive as straight as possible. And, um, yeah, I think that, the, I think that the sprint car would probably be a, a lot easier to, to get a hold of. Okay. I, I have a prediction. I, I think they're both going to stall and <laughs> they'll make it to turn one. And that'll be the end of the race. So, so Cole, what do you think about, uh, uh, Rico, testing in, in a late model in, in a quality late model or have you heard about that 
I haven't heard about that, but I think if he does raise the late model, I think that he'd be good. I think that Rico's got a lot of talent, and I think that he could drive pretty much anything he'd want to drive. Any, any desire yourself to ever uh, run a, a late model? Yeah, I would love to. I actually talked to my guys about it um, there at the end of the season, and you know, I watched these guys that you know, Devin and, and all of them that, at Attica, and man, it, them they're sailing that thing around the top, and um, you know, I, I wouldn't probably want to go run a roll of outlaw late model race, but I would love to race a, a local Attica show. I think that it'd be a lot of fun and be something different for me. So, uh, yeah, I would love to do something like that. Devin, if uh, the lenders came to you, uh, Cole had to go somewhere else for a weekend uh, and they asked you to run their uh, sprint car, would, would you do it? Um, oh. Probably not. My wife would probably kill me if I did. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of risk with those things. Okay. There's, a, there's no, risk in all my, racing. So, sometimes I'll stick to my uh, I'll stick to my roof and uh, roll cage and uh, <laughs> big wide body. Okay. Well, uh, guys, uh, congratulations on your championship seasons, and uh, we appreciate the time uh, you guys coming on tonight. We need to ask them if they've got anybody to thank, Scott. Okay, we can do that too. I just want to say good yeah. luck to uh, Cole uh, racing down in Australia. Um, what, what, we'll, when we'll when are you leaving for Australia? When does that start? December twenty, December twenty first. Twenty first. Okay, so uh, a little, little over a you'll, month. You'll but. be in Sydney for uh, New Year's Eve. That's that'll be impressive. Yeah, I think I'll be in Tasmania for for uh, for Christmas, and then yeah, I should be in Sydney by New Year's, and the whole month of January I'll be racing all around there. That'll be memorable. Trust me. Uh, Devin, any uh, any sponsors you want to give a shout out to before we let you go? Um, yeah, the Magic Fountain Auto Wash, uh, is our family business and, uh, uh, they help out a lot. And then Rally's Hamburgers, um, Dirt Nerds Podcast, uh, Salbeam Excavation and Trucking. Uh, they're coming on board for this year, this next year for my son and my car. Um, so that helps out. And, uh, Banshee Graphics does an awesome job decaling the cars. Um, my daughter's sitting here pointing at herself, so... Peyton, uh, she goes to a lot of races now. She's getting older, and uh, um, all my crew guys that help out, uh, Jason, Dylan, Denny, uh, Wenzel, um, my dad, Darren, uh, my wife for letting me do that. She complains I never thank her on uh, on interviews and stuff, and uh, uh, pretty much them and my kids always uh, give up all their time. Uh, of me not being home or me being in the shop and uh i appreciate it and it's probably okay to mention your wife's name she might like yep. that tracy my <laughs> wife um, there you go I, I can't even guess how many years we've been married so that shows how good i'm at at, uh, at marriage <laughs> uh what about you cole any uh, anybody you want to thank for uh, for helping you out this uh, past season yeah i just the whole entire Linder family and crew that are on my car and Ray Brooks and Holly. And, um, there's a lot of great people that, that, you know, took a shot on me and, you know, a young kid from California and made it happen. And I'm super thankful for that. Awesome. Well, uh, again, good luck to you guys in the future. Good luck next year to uh, you and your son, uh, Devin and, uh, and to you as uh, well, Cole. 
Thank you. It's been great talking with you guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, Devin. Thanks, yep. Cole. Yep. We'll see you Thanks. guys. See ya. There you go. Wait, where did you go, Ron? You disappeared. Oh, I'm here. Oh, there you are. You got to push the right buttons, Scott. There we go. We're, we're flipped right now. Uh, Cole Macedo, uh, Devin Shields, your champions, uh, 410s and uh, late models. A lot at, of wins between those two guys. Just a few, yeah. Yeah, uh, Devin if, Shields if, is uh, fifth all-time in uh, late model wins. Right. If, if you consider, you know, the, the tracks that they've run this summer, um, pretty impressive. I uh, got to thank uh, Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. You can order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Right now, you can get 10 jumbo chicken wings with your choice of sauce. Only $8.99. That's uh, Wednesday through Sunday Facebook special. Uh, Big D's in Clyde. Big on taste, not on price. Also hiring drivers and kitchen help. Dean uh, Henry says that Devin Moran looked very good in a sprint car. So, and yeah, he's still racing the late model. Yep. Be interesting seeing Rico racing competitively in a late model. I'm telling you. I'd like to see Rico and Kyle Larson racing together. Oh, boy. I have a feeling Larson might win. He tends to do that. Uh, Ronville Race Cars in Lambertville. Give uh, Ron a call for race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, broken weld fixing, uh, seals for rear ends. Yeah. Instructions on how to install the seats <laughs> yes. and rear ends. Advice, 734 856 That's 856-RACE, Ron Miller Race Cars. Got some racing news to get to here before we uh, do how many and give away some Big D's pizza. Uh, after 37 years in the seat of a race car dirt, late model Hall of Famer Jimmy Mars has announced his retirement. Mars, who started uh, racing in uh, 1985 locally in a street stock at the age of 13, exploded onto the dirt late model scene uh, with his USA Nationals victory in 1996 at Cedar Lake Speedway in 97. Uh, he had his thrilling $100,000 triumph in the uh, Dirt Late Model Dream at Eldora. From there, Mars went on to uh, star in the Have a Tampa Racing Series, where he racked up 12 career series victories and finished as high as second in the point standings, and that was in 2004. Uh, with Mars' retirement announcement, Dustin Sorensen will be behind the wheel of the yellow number 28. Uh, at the uh, Wild West Shootout at Vado Speedway Park in Vado, New Mexico. World of Outlaws Case Construction Late Model uh, Series has released its 2023 schedule last uh, Thursday. More than $3 million in uh, purse money will be spread through a 53-race schedule with, at 30 different tracks, including six events with a weekend purse of more than $200,000, two boasting more than $250,000. Entering a new era for the series, 11 new tracks have been added to the tour. The series visits Ohio five times. Uh, Sharon Speedway, May 25th through the 27th. That counts as three. And uh, Atomic Speedway on September 29th and 30th. Two, tra two. two tracks, five yeah. times. There you go. Okay. Added to the tour this year, or next year, is uh, 411 Speedway, I-75 Raceway in Tennessee, uh, Talladega Short Track in Alabama, Paducah International Raceway, Ponderosa Speedway in Kentucky, State Line Speedway in New York, Off-Road Speedway in Norfolk, Nebraska, uh, Mason City Motor Speedway, 34 Raceway in Iowa, Brownstown Speedway in Indiana, and Red River Valley Speedway in North Dakota. 
I didn't hear anything about our neighbors to the north. Nothing in Michigan, huh? Not that I know of. Yes. I didn't. I didn't look at the schedule. Yeah. And okay, our associate producer Dave Kemmer provided this. Uh, I this see. data. So yeah. he'll probably um, tell us. I had no internet this week, so oh. I was kind of reliant on him. Yeah, my internet went out. I wasn't sure we were going to be doing the show from here oh. until about ten o'clock last night when the internet finally started working. So. Um, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series schedule was also released uh, last Friday. The tour will bring 56 events to 32 tracks across 16 states from January to October, uh, including 13 events during the Georgia-Florida Speed Weeks. The series uh, visits Ohio five times. Atomic Speedway on March 17th, Muskegon Speedway, uh, Muskegon County Speedway on June 30th and July 1st. The uh, season concludes at the uh, new home of the Dirt Track World Championship. It's going to be at Eldora. Ooh. That's pretty cool. That'll be on October 20th. So that could, uh, 20th and 21st, actually. Weather could be interesting. Could play a factor. It could be great, but yeah. it could not be great. Uh, that late in uh, October, we'll see how it works out. Hopefully it uh, will be fine. Uh, hopefully we'll have uh, the Ryan Week- Weekman uh, weekend weather pit stop for that event next year. Yeah. Series will make its inaugural visit to Georgetown Speedway in Delaware, Farmer City Raceway, and Fairbury Speedway in Illinois. Dave Kemmer says nothing in Michigan. Hmm. They've run uh, Butler, haven't they? World of Outlaws? Long uh, time ago. Well, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking of the sprints. Might have been the sprinters. Yeah. Um, Arkham Menard Series will again race 20 times at 19 tracks in 2023, kicking off its 70th anniversary season with its uh, 60th race at Daytona International Speedway and concluding with its championship event at its home track, Toledo Speedway. Once again, that'll be October 7th. Series will compete on uh, one of the most diverse lineups of racetracks in motorsports, including super speedways, intermediate speedways, paved short tracks, a pair of road courses, and a pair of one-mile dirt tracks. That's always Ron's favorite. Springfield and DuCoin. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting if uh, Ryan Unziker gets a, a ride Oh, yeah. For those this year, or Again. if he maybe he bought the car that they I, maybe I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get hold of him. Gene Haas said last month that he and Stewart uh, Tony Stewart that is disagreed over the direction of the number forty one Ford uh, in the Cup Series, with Stewart wanting to promote Priest Ryan Priest that is, but uh, Haas preferred to keep Cole Custer for a fourth season in that uh, seat. Haas, the founder of uh, the NASCAR team, seemed inclined to follow Stewart's talent assessment, and it became official official uh, Wednesday when Priest was given the seat. Custer will stay at Stewart Haas Racing, but uh, he'll move down to the second-tier Xfinity Series. Ooh. Joe Gibbs Racing announced something that uh, pretty much everybody knew was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Xfinity Series champion Ty Gibbs will move to the NASCAR Cup Series full-time next season, taking the roster spot left open by Kyle Busch. He will bring his number uh, 54, car, his 54 car number uh, with him, so there will be no more 18, even though uh, Joe Gibbs Racing will retain the uh, number for possible future. Begs to ask, season. car 54, where are you? Oh, dear Lord, that's old. That's an old reference. That's an old reference, yeah. yeah. Um, NASCAR announced on Wednesday the launch of uh, the Brazil, or Brazil, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, uh, sprint race, the uh, sanctioning body's fourth international series, uh, joining the NASCAR Mexico series, which I didn't know existed until I was reading this article. 
uh, NASCAR uh, Pinty Series in Canada, which I didn't right. know, and the uh, Whelan uh, Euro Series over in Europe. Okay. Which uh, they're going to have that that uh, ice race. Oh yeah. Next year they they announced for the uh, the Euro Series, so that that's kind of cool. Exhibition race though, not for points. Um, the uh, Brazil uh, Sprint Race uh, will begin competition in 2023 and is a partnership between NASCAR and the GT Sprint Race Series in Brazil. Uh, the World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, uh, we kind of talked about this earlier, announced that a fire suppression system that meets the SFI 17.3 specification must be installed and functional in all race cars at all times when competing with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series starting in 2023. And you think that this is uh, going to extend to other series like All-Stars? Oh, I and, believe so. Okay. You know, especially... I haven't seen any official announcements. Especially with the guys... There's a lot of uh, crossover between absolutely. series, too. So, yeah. And, and Jimmy McCune, he would have definitely benefited from a, yeah. uh, a system like that. He will definitely have something in his car. And, and updated fuel lines uh, going from braided lines to Kevlar lines, which supposedly are more durable and, and less susceptible to uh, rupturing. So, And we have a uh, hammer down hotline text about this thing. We'll talk really? about a little bit later, too. Yeah. Okay. Very exciting stuff. Um, the 30th running of the South Carolina 400 will take the green flag this Saturday night at Florence Motor Speedway, and the entry list features more than 50 drivers who will be vying for a starting position in the event uh, that continues the legendary history of uh, the Myrtle Beach 400 at Myrtle Beach Speedway. That list includes Dale Jr. What kind of cars are going to be racing? Uh, late models. Okay. The Temple of Body late models. Okay. So, and... Uh, just FYI, tonight's how many kind of has something to do with that. Really? Yep. And uh, finally, Sandusky Speedway is looking for an announcer for 2023. What happened to Mark? That's exactly what I said. Wait. This is all the information I have. They have a post uh, they just made, uh, I want to say it was about a little bit after 6 tonight on their Facebook page uh, that they're looking for an announcer for 2023. And uh, if you're interested, call or text Kevin Jaycox at 440-213-7013. And Dean had uh, shared that with me, and uh, well, that was the first thing I said. What happened to Mark? Yeah, that's, so is, is Mark going to be there on January 1st? I don't know. I mean, I'm busy on Saturday nights. Otherwise, I offer to do that. But yeah. maybe it might be warmer in the booth on New Year's Day. Maybe I just leave the car in the garage, and I'll, I'll announce the uh, I'm pretty the hangover sure, race. I'm pretty sure you won't do that, Scott. <laughs> Are you sure? I might. I'm pretty sure. All right, well. We'll anyway. see. There you go. So if uh, you want to become a track announcer, call Kevin Jaycox there. Uh, check out uh, their Facebook post. Uh, last week's How Many uh, Good for a Big D's Pizza was the number on the winning Super Late Model Saturday night at the Peach, Spe- or at the Peach State Classic at uh, Sonoya. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr., number 20, was your uh, winner. You picked 31, I picked 32. And, of course, my guy was over in... Uh, <laughs> in the, uh, was it the, the, the duel in the desert? You're right. Um, so you were closest with uh, the pick of 31. And our uh, listener winner, Phil Blycamp. Really? He picked 17. He Ooh. was uh, our closest of our uh, He was listeners. a whole lot closer than I was. Yeah, so he has 30 days to uh, claim his pizza, get a hold of me or Dean Henry, or uh, call up um, Big D's Pizza and claim your pizza. 30 days to claim that. After that, 
Dean's going to cook it and put it in the freezer for me to pick up someday. Not really, but. Uh, this week's how many for a chance to win a Big D's pizza? What position will Dale Jr. finish in the uh, South Carolina 400 this weekend? At Myrtle Beach. And they're starting how many cars? I'm not sure how many are actually starting. I know there's 50 drivers that are entering. Right, so right. I'm assuming it's going to be 24, Less 28 uh, to start the actual feature. So he may not even make the feature. Right. So, I mean, but he... Could there be a Dale won't. Earnhardt provisional? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. It's wide open. So uh, if uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guess the finishing position... In our comments on our Facebook Live or our YouTube Live. And if you do that before, we'll say 4 o'clock on Saturday, the 17th, 18th, 19th uh, Eastern Time, then uh, you will be entered for that pizza from Big D's Pizza. So if you're not watching us live, you can still get in on this. Just check out our Facebook Live or YouTube right. thing. Enter in uh, the comment there because you can do that whenever. It's pretty cool. Neat the way that I, works. I like John Deere's number. Are you going with fifth? I'm going with five. Okay. I am going to go with, I believe he's running the uh, the number three. So I'm going to go with four. Three. Ooh. Three. You're going to leave one position between yeah, us. Yeah, so we could tie. If he oh, we could. Fourth, yes. So if Dean Henry's right, then I don't know. We don't win anything, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, again, just put your guess in the comments, and uh, you could win a Big D's pizza. Find out who that winner is next week. We did have uh, one Hammer Down uh, hotline message uh, this week. We had a text, but uh, before we get to that, if you would like to uh, call or text, leave a message. Uh, I suppose Colmacito's not on the phone anymore. Nobody said anything. Uh, 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081 is the Hammer Down hotline number. You can call anytime, day or night, or text. You had to get rid of Cole's little tag on there because you didn't remember the number well yeah it was covering up my number i can't read that so it's important stuff and now i can't get it off of the screen there we go uh text uh, came in this week uh, with the world of outlaws added safety mandate of a onboard fire suppression coming for uh next year should local tracks consider updating the requirements of something more than just a fire extinguisher in the car or whatever is currently required. And I, I, I'm assuming he doesn't mean just for sprint cars, kind of opening up, up yeah. for, for everybody. What what are your thoughts? Because I know there's that whole safety versus expense yeah. conversation, and there's a fine line of how, how to balance that. But can you put a price on safety, though? Ask Jimmy McCune. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't get me going, Scott. Oh, come on. I think okay. most racetracks, most racetracks have inadequate fire systems. Um, rather than requiring each team to have an $800 system, uh, I would rather see the racetracks. So you're saying that the tracks, they don't have uh, a sufficient equipment right. I, and I'm to not put picking, out fires. I'm not picking on any track. I'm picking on in all general, tracks. In general. Right. Okay. That's fair. Um, and then do you think it's safe then to, or right. fair to say it's up to the individual racers then as to whether or not they want it to spend Well, yeah, they're them. putting the onus of. Yeah. It's, it's your safety, you know, yeah. how much is your life 
You're, exactly. You're, you're, how much do you not want to get burned? Can't put a number on safety. Well, we will never have a how many that uh, include safety then. There is no right. price too high for safety. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have a fire suppression thing in my car, but. Right. And you probably don't even have a fire extinguisher, which is. I do. Eh, do you? I okay. do. It's the rules. Yeah. Well, and I think having a, 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 fire, a fire extinguisher is really unsafe because most guys just. Yeah, I'm not going to put out the fire if there's a fire in my car. I'm just getting out. You're, you're, that's, thro- that's you're throwing the, f- the fire extinguisher <laughs> at the fire <laughs> yeah. and running like crazy. Yeah. Um, so good question there on our Hammer Down Hotline. Again, if uh, you want to throw us a question or, or subject or something to discuss, 419-318-3081. Yeah, Dean, that, uh, that $650, that's for the Sprint Car version. Uh, the late models have a 10-pound bottle with – uh, a couple of discharge points, so they're uh, two, maybe three hundred dollars more than that. Now, is that uh, is that something that racers can install themselves? Oh yeah. Okay, so it's not a hard thing to install. I, right. You, okay, let me rephrase that. Is that something I would be able to install myself? Hey, you put a grease a, a, a grease seal in your rear end. That was way above your pay grade. Okay. So yeah, you you could definitely. I had some coaching though, so you could definitely put a suppression system in. Would I need coaching though? Would I have be calling you up? Hey, Ron, where does this thing go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Call Ron Miller Race Cars uh, for safety equipment and advice on how to put it in your race car. It would make a great Christmas gift. It would. Thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kimmer, really helped me out this week. Like I said, I had no internet. My internet died. Monday night, and they originally said they couldn't get somebody out here until Saturday. Ooh. But I know somebody who works at uh, the cable system. That helps. That did help immensely. Thank you, Miss Robin. Yes, thank you to my crew chief for uh, got somebody out here yesterday, and then it went down again last night, but apparently there was a area-wide issue. It wasn't my uh. modem that died. So I think everything worked. I didn't see anybody complaining about uh, our stream tonight. So No, and we've got people that have responded, so they must be listening. Absolutely. Uh, again, don't forget, uh, we'd like your feedback. Uh, check it or go to hammerdownracereport.com slash feedback. Um, as far as uh, feedback on the show, uh, yeah, let parts us know, of the show you like, parts you don't what, like. Yeah. What, what do you like? What What do you hate? What do you want us to do away with? What and if you, you have us, ideas what, for, for new new things. Uh, yeah, new features. Let, let us know. We're always up for that. Yeah, kind of kind of want to get a, uh, a feel on, uh, you know, what people like and what people don't like about the show. and so we can make it better, but we need your help for that. So That's it. And if you'd like to uh, be a sponsor of the show, you can always uh, check out HammerDownRacingReport.com and uh, click on the Sponsor tab there. and uh, Or just uh, click on our uh, Amazon wish list at HammerDownRacingReport.com. There's a little button that says Amazon wish list. there, really? Yeah, I, I made that. And uh, and impressive. I made the, the wish list, too. Um, help us out with some studio equipment. We're doing a studio upgrade here. Hope to have everything kind of in place by the beginning of uh, next year. Um, you can see we've moved around, or you beginning may have noticed. Of, or beginning maybe of next year is not that far away, I know. dude. I know. So uh, you click on that. There's a wish list. You can buy stuff. It'll be shipped here. Uh, we'll have you as a studio sponsor all of next year. Um, you don't have to buy the expensive stuff. You can get something cheap. That's fine. But you might want to hurry because there's not that much. I think there's only like five, six items on there. Ooh. 
So most of the stuff we, I was one, able to cobble together on my own and, here. And one of the cameras will be pointed right at your name. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you spend more than $100, we'll put your name, like, maybe right here on the wall or over maybe here. right right beside uh, Ron's left arm. We'll get there. rid of those 8S perfect attendance oh, things. Yeah. Oh, they, wow, you can see those. Wow. They can move somewhere I told else. you you could bring over some of your own well, memorabilia I, for I, your I'll, corner. I'll bring something. Okay. So there you go. That's uh, HammerdownRaceReport.com. All kinds of stuff uh, going on there. Next week, we are off. No show. It is Turkey Day. So we uh, hope that everybody has a good turkey day. Yours truly will be frying a turkey and baking a ham. Ooh, baby. I look forward to that. So uh, you hear that, everybody? It's uh, Thanksgiving dinner at Ron's. There's always room for one. <laughs> uh, we will be back in two weeks with the uh, our Oakshade Raceway Champion Show. Well, and that's just before their the banquet. banquet. Yeah. How coincidental. And then we're going to do Toledo Speedway Champions, I believe. And then it's Fremont Champions. And then a Sandusky Speedway Champions. At least that's what we have tentatively scheduled. And uh, the Sandusky Champion Show will probably be our last one of the year. It'll also be a preview for the Hangover Race. Yes, John Deere, a deep-fried turkey. And it will be uh, injected and uh, brined. Okay, then. I wish I didn't have plans for two meals on Thanksgiving already. I can bring leftovers. <laughs> uh, thanks again to uh, Dave Kemmer and contributors, uh, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, and again, hammerdownraiserreport.com slash feedback for uh, feedback on the show. Uh, and or just go to hammerdownracereport.com and uh, click on that wish list for us. Uh, thanks to our existing sponsors, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Um, yeah, thanks again uh, to uh, this week's guests as well, Cole Macedo, Dem Shields, and uh, we'll see you in uh, two weeks. Yes, we will. Thursday, uh, shoot, I don't even have a calendar. Third, so I think it's December 1st. Could be. Is that right? Whatever the Thursday is after Thanksgiving, that's when we'll be back. So, until then, have a great uh, holiday, and uh, we'll see you with the Oakshade Raceway Champions in a couple weeks. We're out. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.